this is your host, Nisa Harris, and you are listening to Shomea Ve'ona Tehillim and Other Hebrew Text Podcast, Episode 30. It's that time for the special episode with the other text. The following is the laning of the Shema, including the three standard paragraphs that have come to be associated with it. Please consult your rabbi regarding what you hold as Kol Isha for women laning. Unlike my usual nasach, here I will distinguish between the tough and the saf sounds per special request from one of our listeners. After the recitation, stay tuned to hear more about this fundamental prayer. Just a quick note. Uh, the second verse, starting with Baruch Shem, is not part of the laning, but added as is custom. Also, at the end of the podcast, I will do the first paragraph again, not in the laning trap and without distinguishing between Tuf and Seth. Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kivod Machuto Leolam Vaed Viahavta Eis Adonai Elohecha Vichol Levavicha Vichol Nafshecha Uvechol meodacha. Vehayu. Hadevarim haele. Asher anochi mitzavecha. Hayom. Al levavecha. Vishinantam levanecha. Vidibarta Bam Bishivtecha Bivesecha Uvelachtecha Vaderech Uveshachbecha Uvekumecha Ukshartam Leos Al yadecha vehayu letotafos bein enecha uchesavtam al mezuzos beisecha uvish arecha vehaya. Im shamawatishme'u 
את אדוני אלוהיכם. ולעבדו בכל לבביכם ובכל נפשכם ונשאתי מתאר ארצכם בעיתו יורה ומלכוש ואספת תגניך וסירושך ויצהרך ונשאתי עשב בשדך לבהמתך ואכלת וסבתה הישמרו לכם פן יפתה לבבכם וסרתם ועבדתם אלוהים אחרים והשתחוויסם להם וחרא אף אדוני בכם ויצר אס השמיים ולא יהיה מטר והאדמה לא סיטן אס יבולה ועבדתם מהרה מעל הארץ הטובה אשר אדוני נושאין לכם ושמתם אס דברי אלה על לבביכם ועל נפשכם וקשרתם עושם לאוס על ידכם והיו לתותפוס בין עיניכם ולימדתם עושם אס בניכם לדבר בם בשבתך בביסך ובלכתך בדרך ובשכבך 
uvekumecha. Uchesav tam. Almazuza ospeisacha. Uvisharecha. Liman yerbu yemechem. Vimei venechem. Al. Ha'adama Asher nishba Adonai La'avoseichem La'aseislahem Kimei ha'shamayim Al ha'aretz Vayomer Adonai El Moshe Lemor Daber El Bnei Yisrael Ve'amarta alehem Ve'asulahem titit Al Kanfei Vigdehem Ladorosam Vinasnu Al titit hakanaf Pasil tocheles. Vahayalachem litzitis. Uriisam also. Uzchartem. Eskomitz vos. Adonai. Vaasisam osam. Velosasuru. Acharei levavachem Veacharei eneichem Asher atem zonim achareihem Liman tiskiru Vaasisem et kol mitzvotai Vaihisem kedoshim lelohechem Ani Adonai Eloichem Asher Hoseisi Eschem Me'eretz Mitzrayim Liyos Lachem Lelohim Ani Adonai Eloichem Emet the prayer of Shema has come to be a cornerstone of Judaism. It's one of the first prayers that we say in the morning and one of the last things we say before our day ends. It is a prayer that we teach our children before they can talk, and it serves as the words so many Jews have said as their last ones. It is a foundational prayer. Why? Let's go through the basics to better understand. It has been noted by a number of authors that Judaism's gift to the world is monotheism, that before them, the concept never existed. And with the first phrase of Shema, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one, one of the few prayers to actually originate as a positive commandment from the Torah itself, by the way, Deuteronomy 6.4, we are summing up and reiterating at least two to four times a day our belief in one God only. 
In the paragraphs following the first verse, it discusses loving God and you shall love your the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your means. Deuteronomy 6, 4-9. through 9. Then the remaining paragraphs go through teaching Judaism to one's children through Torah study, as well as the laws regarding tefillin, mezuzah, reward and punishment, and tzitzit. Deuteronomy 11, 13-21, and Numbers 15, 37-41. Namely, tools we can use to reinforce our belief in God through the observance of his commandments. Rabbi Weiss points out in his book on holistic prayer that the Shema is a chorus of God speaking to Israel, declaring the first of the Sinaitic revelations, and Israel speaking to God, reaffirming its commitment to the one, the only one. The custom during the recitation of Shema is to cover our eyes with our right hand while reciting the first sentence in order to have the proper focus on what we are saying. Furthermore, there is a Kabbalistic understanding that one should elongate the word echad and pronounce the letters emphatically as a way of acknowledging that Hashem reigns supreme in all four directions with no limitations of time and space. Then there's the second verse, Baruch Shem Kivod Machuto Le'olam Ba'ed, which I inserted even in the laning. It's not actually part of the laning, but we insert in hushed tones as it wasn't part of their original text of the Torah. But remember, as according to Gemara Psachim 56a, when Yaakov, our forefather, he was nervous about whether or not all 12 of his sons would actually follow in Hashem's ways. And they all announced in unison the first verse of Shema to comfort him, that they all would continue to believe in Hashem, to which Yaakov responded this verse, blessed be his name and reign forever and ever. Our sages teach that each of the 248 words of the Shema should be properly enunciated so as not to run into each other and remain whole, corresponding to the 248 limbs in our bodies. Rabbeinu Bachai in Kara Kemach expands on how the Ten Commandments are alluded to in the sections of Shema, serving as a reminder to give thanks to the one true God who took us out of Egypt and gave us the Ten Commandments right before the Shema was written in the Torah. I like how the Sfas MS comments that Hashem is saying to the nation of Israel that I am the Lord your God, same as he did back in Exodus 22, and that has never stopped, even at this point, all the way in Deuteronomy, when Hashem is saying the full phrase and implying that it will never stop so long as we accept his yoke. It has always sat uneasy with me, the idea of accepting God on myself as a yoke, a literal burden, akin to that which an ox labors around to plow a field. I really appreciated my husband, Rabbi Mordechai Harris's insight in this instance. He explained that, Yes, it is a burden, and it's meant to be so. A yoke is potentially uncomfortable and heavy. It means giving up some control, because you have to be steered. But when you wear it, it translates your energies into something productive and organized. When we accept the yoke of heaven and not live the way we want to based on our taivas, our natural inclinations, but rather based on the ways that we are being guided through the Torah, then just like the ox is being guided, our lives will be more productive and enriched. Rabbi Tzvi Sittner explains the difference 
the different levels of hearing. I, I like how he explains it. He says, when we interpret it here, O Israel, you can hear things superficially and you can hear things on a deep level. You say to your kids, do you hear me? They say, yes. And you say, but I feel like you're not listening. So we recognize that there's a difference between hearing and processing. You can also translate Shema as listen, O Israel. Look at a couple. They say to each other, you hear me, you're listening, but I don't feel you understand me. Understanding is yet another level. Then there's the patient doctor scenario where the patient is told to do everything and they listen for a couple of days and then they forget about it. What happened? You heard it, you listened, you understood it, but then what? You didn't internalize it. It's a level where you hear it so deeply that you have to internalize it to the point where it has changed your life. He goes on to say that Shema Yisrael is like a stop sign to make sure that you hear and pay attention to everything that comes next so that you can internalize it. And then when you internalize it, you have to embrace it when, when it's happening to you. So even if it feels like a yoke, a burden, and you want you wanted or thought your life was supposed to go a different direction, if you accept and can be one with the fact that Hashem is guiding that yoke, then you can be more at peace with the direction that it takes you. Because like we said in previous episodes, God is your biggest investor. So whether in good times or even in, or even if things seem dark, you can learn to trust that he is there caring for the best outcome. May we be able to recognize that accepting Hashem as the one who is guiding us in our lives is not a burden to maintain, but a gift that forever enhances our lives and the lives of those we touch. The learning and recitation for this week's episode is for all those who feel that Judaism has become a burden in their lives for one reason or another. May they be able to come to see its beauty and appreciate it in good time, and may their lives be enriched for the better. Please stay tuned until after this quick break. Hope you enjoyed this other Hebrew text special episode. Reminder that every 10th episode will be an Off to Hillam special. If you are interested in sponsoring an episode or if you have any comments or suggestions, please email me at nursenisa1, N-U-R-S-E-N-I-S-A-1 at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to join the Facebook group to be aware of upcoming episodes. Thank you for joining. Please subscribe and share. Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kivod Machuto Leolam Vaed Viahafta Eight Adonai Elohecha 
בכל לבבך ובכל נפשך ובכל מאותך והיו הדברים האלה אשר אנוכי מצבך היום על לבביך ושיננתם לבניך ודיברת בם בשבתך בביתך ובלכתך ודרך ובשכבך ובקומך וקשרתם לאות על ידך והיו לתותפות בין עיניך וכתבתם על מזוזות ביתך ובשעריך.